Yo, welcome back to another brand new episode of Nothing Important Podcast. I am your host, Matt Reyes. How you doing? How's the day going? How's the week going? How's your life going? How am I doing? I'm fucking tired. Had a hell of a fucking day. Hell of a day. My daughter's 18-month checkup was today. And she has some obscure phobia of doctors. I say obscure because it's like it's unwarranted. There's no, (laughs) she has no history. I mean, apparently she had a past life where she was maimed and killed in some botched uh, surgery or something. Something happened to her um, because she just has a horrible reaction anytime I take her into a hospital. Today was not as bad as it typically is. Typically what it is, is, um, you know, me, my girl, five nurses holding her down and her still finding a way to kind of fucking scramble out. You know, maybe we should put her in wrestling or some shit. But um, she does not like being in the hospital. She don't like it. Just a checkup, you know. All it was is the doctor taking that thing that they put into their ears and uh, take that cold piece of circular metal and they place it on your chest and they count your heartbeat. It is 2022 and they are still doing that. That is correct. That is correct. Medicine, uh, medical care, very antiquated. Step it the fuck up. <laughs> there should be like the same way as that, that thermometer gun that you point at somebody's fucking forehead and it tells you what temperature they are. There should be like some piece of technology that you can just point at somebody's chest and then fucking get all their vitals. Right? You know? We don't have the, the, the manpower to produce that. We don't have the creativity. We can just create a fucking piece of glass that everybody's brainwashed into spending all their fucking free time on. Touch screen. You know? Better audio, better fucking cameras, every iPhone. That's what we spend our time focused on. Not medical advancements, not things that would make it easier for doctors to do their fucking job. But cell phones. The modern marvel of the modern day. You know? I don't give a fuck though. You know what I mean? Um... I have my ideas on medicine, on medical care, the concept of modern medical care. I think just like everything else in this fucking country and just like most everything else on this fucking planet, it revolves around capitalism. And so it is not really out to help folks out. I'm not saying modern advancements don't expand the the human expectancy. Human, human living expectancy that people don't live more because there's better, um, you know, advancements in the, in the medical field. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is me taking my daughter to a fucking doctor or nurse where they can't even do the, the they, they, they can't even do their job right. They can't even do their job right. There's like four things that they check for um, as milestones. And then she gets a curve chart of like a, a, a chart that'll show you her progression and um, as it pertains to like height, weight, the circumference of her, her head, you know, shit like that. And apparently, since last time, she's gotten shorter and fatter. I don't know how that happens. You know, she's gotten shorter, but fatter and her head is shrunk. And I don't think that's what happened. I think, you know, there's some incompetence going on um, at the hospital that I brought her to. But, you know, that's what you got to deal with. You got to deal with doing that because you want to be a good parent because you don't want somebody to call ACS on you, which is hilarious because the people who uh, deserve to have their children taken away 
um, my mom. Um, <laughs> they let those people keep the children and people who are just, you know, against the, con- the, the consensus ideal for medicine in this country. You will have your children snatched from your fucking cold arms after they choke you out. You know what I mean? That's the reality. One of the most horrific stories I ever heard. I have no context for this, folks. You're going to have to get onto motherfucking Google. Break open that laptop. You know, get off the porn tab. Crack your fingers like you're about to play a fucking piano concerto. And type in woman gets children taken from her for refusing hospital recommendation. Type that shit in, man. Of course, it was a black woman. Um, Basically, this woman goes into a hospital and the doctor gives the mother a recommendation of some type of treatment that the child needs for, I guess, an illness or whatever was going on with the child. And the mother decided to refuse treatment. She said, I want to get a second opinion first. I don't want to do this right now. I'll come back if it's dire. And what the doctor did was leave the room and call security. And they took this bitch's children. This is what happened. It was like a baby. They took the baby first. They took the baby at the hospital. The woman's bugging the fuck out. She goes back home. She has other children. A couple days later, they come back and they take the rest of her fucking kids. Because they were saying that she was unfit to be a parent because she did not agree with that doctor's opinion on the way to treat the baby for whatever the fuck the baby was dealing with. Crazy, man. Crazy fucking world we live in. That is some like neo-Nazi shit, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is some next level motherfucking shit. I would be stabbing niggas in the neck with pens. You know what I mean? I'd be choking out the fucking doctors with the shit that you, you check the ears with. I'll be anally probing doctors with the fucking, the light, the light and um, you check somebody's ears with. You get the fucking point. I I would not be able to take that. I would not be able to take that. That's fucking insanity. Um, I don't know, man. But that's, that's how shit goes in this country. It's like, if you don't get down with the get down with the consensus, there's things you can be uh, adversarial about in this nation. You know, it you will be looked down upon. You will be called names. They'll brand you whatever fucking idiot brand that they can they can find in the in a fucking book of insults. But there are things that you can be adversarial about. There are some things you can't cross the fucking line in this country. You know, going against medical practices, modern understanding of medicine, and you will get fucking. Figuratively castrated, maybe even real, really castrated. You know, I don't know what's what's happening in Guantanamo Bay and shit. I don't know if you get sent to Guantanamo Bay for disobeying the doctor. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But what the point I'm trying to make is that um, even though there are a lot of societal pressures in America, not all of them are enforced to the same degree. And in this case, this young woman who had three children taken away from her, she learned the fucking hard way. You know, she could get on TikTok. And curse out Donald Trump and wish dead on his children. The president, when he was the president of the United States, this black woman could have got on TikTok, could have went on Instagram and and damned this man to all levels of Dante's Inferno. You know, 
She could have photoshopped him sucking every fucking dick in the planet <laughs> and posted that online and had no repercussions for disrespecting the person that's in the highest office in this nation. But if you tell the doctor, I want a second opinion, give me your kids, bitch, you know? And that should just give you some insight into what's really going on in this country, you know? Is it that we're governed by politicians, elected officials, people who have political parties, political interests, you know? Is that what's going on? Or somebody else, man, private interest, companies, corporations, pharmaceutical industry. Who the fuck knows, man? I'm not smart enough. I'm also not studied enough. Ladies and gentlemen, take everything I'm saying. Not only a grain of salt, but a spoon of MSG. Make sure that bitch is salty. Make sure that bitch is salty because I am an idiot. I'm uneducated. You know, and I'm not just saying that in the way like, you know, there's a guy, Dick Gregory, I used to listen to a lot. You know, he would say crazy shit. He was an old black man. Old black man. Very old. So he was trained in the in the way of telling four truths. And the fifth thing he said was a fucking whopper of a motherfucking lie that he spit out of his asshole. Some crazy, nonsensical, ignorant bullshit. <laughs> and the reason people do that is because they want to tell the truth. But if you just go up there and you just tr- straight start telling truths, nigga, you getting hung. You know, they're going to make sure you shut the fuck up. You know? So, you know, anybody out there that's in the position to go tell some truths, shut the fuck up, man. Why are you trying to be more? No. Um, I was going to say, uh, you know, throwing some crazy shit. Throwing some crazy motherfucking shit. Why not? Why not? When is it okay to lie if a man has a family and he has faced the ills of society and his only way to get out of a situation of suffering uh, is to compromise? And that compromises mean means ill on other people, maybe in the same form that he faced. Is he wrong to take that compromise and feed his child and ensure his family's safety? I don't think life is black and white, ladies and gentlemen. I'm starting to reserve judgment as I I become an older gentleman. You know, as I become an older guy, I start reserving judgment because it's not that fucking cut and dry. It isn't. I don't know people's lives. I don't know what they've been through. I don't know what they've faced in this lifetime. You know, I like to think that I've been through a lot of shit, but you know... That could just be media programming. I'm not saying I had it fucking easy. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. But as you, you start to increase your understanding of the history of humanity, 99% of people that have existed, human beings in existence ever, have lived hard lives. Hard lives. And most of those people have suffered deeply in ways that are unimaginable to myself. Even though I had a hard life in America, yes, my environment was abusive. Yes, the information was inaccurate. Yes, there was a lot, tons of violence, tons, tons of fucking violence. You know, people talk about in rap songs and shit. And this is why I could tell when niggas like really from the hood or they not. Like, <laughs> like PTSD goes away after you, you've been through shit. 
forever. You know what I mean? Like if if zero to 18 was nothing but violence, it's not PTSD. It's not trauma. It's the norm. It is the norm. You know what I mean? And I realized that like my environment was so violent. I don't have trauma based off of the violence, you know, ne- negligence, lack of love in the household, lack of guidance. Those are the things that plague me or have plagued me in my adulthood. Not the violence. <laughs> That's how fucked up it is. You know what I mean? So it wasn't easy. But if you measure that against what people, 99% of the people that have ever existed have gone through, maybe the the the, the concept that I had it the hardest or, you know, I have to overcome all these things, maybe that's just learned behavior. You know, maybe that's just learned. Maybe it's not actually experienced. Because I, I really think about it and I'm like... I talked to my boy. My boy's from Bangladesh. <laughs> my boy is from Bangladesh. If you don't know what Bangladesh is, it's like India, but nah, they got other problems that Indians don't even have to deal with. India is a rough place. If you're poor in India, you're going to have a tough fucking life. There's simple things that you would experience that are just, you know, outlandishly inhumane as it, as it, uh, as it would be compared to like an American life, you know, clean running water may be an issue, you know, penicillin might be something that's like gold over there, you know, very simple things that we take for granted, but my boy's not from India, he's from Bangladesh, and that nigga didn't only have to deal with that, he had to deal with tigers, (laughs) niggas got tigers and shit, you know, they got tigers, India got tigers too, that place is soon to I know about that. But, you know, that, that Bengal tiger that come from Bangladesh, nigga, that's with that word. Nah. Um, you know, my boy, he just tells me these, like, horror stories. Not of, like, you know, Tony the Tiger popping out of a fucking cereal box and trying to eat his family and shit. That's not, that's not what he's telling me about. But, you know, he, he does tell me that people get murdered by animals and shit. He just talks about the, the level of inhumanity that exists in a society that is so desperate. And that deals with when... A community, when a society, when an environment is stuck on the mode of survival of if I don't, I don't live. You know what I mean? If I don't eat, I don't live. If I don't kill, I don't live. If I don't defend myself, I don't live. If I'm not the aggressor, I don't live. When that is your environment in totality, not just like the hood in, in New York or the hood, the, the gangsters in, in America, but like actual facing starvation. You know, um, no policing, real, real, real gangster shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> real gangster shit. Um, that type of environment, the lack of humanity shines. People don't have the opportunity to become emotionally evolved to the point to, to have feelings of empathy or sympathy, to understand other people's perspectives because their environment does not allow for that. It's almost like those emotions are, are luxuries or those perspectives are luxuries in a place like this. And one of the craziest things he told me, he was like, that you would be like, go to the park over there. And he was like, the park isn't like a park in America. It's just like grass <laughs> and a little bit of air, like an area where there's not a lot of trees and shit. And he would chill with his family and you would just be chilling out there. It's not like a picnic. Niggas don't got food like that. They're just out there like fucking just getting baked by the sun. 
and trying to enjoy themselves, you know? Um, and people will really come up and it's like their day job to go find children and abduct them. And you would ask yourself, what are they abducting them for? Is this like, you know, were these like the henchmen for fucking Epstein Island? Were they taking these? No, they were, they were taking these kids and killing them, um, throwing their bodies in freezers and harvesting their organs. You understand? Because <laughs> there's no medical care. <laughs> so the niggas that got any type of money, it's like, yo, I need a fucking kidney. Go get me this kid. And niggas don't give a fuck out there, man. It's not even like they don't give a fuck. I couldn't judge that man that's doing that. Even though if you catch a guy that is abducting children, you know, to steal their fucking liver or some shit, you got to kill that guy. You got to... That's a mercy kill. You saving everybody by killing that son of a bitch. But can you judge that individual? Like... I don't know what the fuck his life was. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. It's wild shit. And in that way, it gives me the perspective to look at my life and be like, man, I didn't have it that bad. It wasn't that bad. You know, maybe a lot of the pain or reflection of pain is a learned behavior, you know, and for anybody that's listening that kind of like touches them, maybe, you know, inspect that in yourself. Is it really depression? Is it really trauma or is your perspective skewed and you were fed a narrative? And this is regardless of race, regardless of economic um, status, you know, things happen to people that, you know, most human beings would consider traumatic. But there's some places where the same things happen, sexual abuses, you know, uh, uh, violence, neglect, just a lot of uh, war. There's a lot of places where those things happen to people, but they don't have any humanity on top of that. You know, there's no uh, opportunity in those individuals' lives from birth until death, from the womb into the tomb. There is no opportunity for them to even reflect that. So their existence is just like a moment-to-moment survival. And, you know, I think if you're listening to this podcast right now, I think if you got an iPhone... If you got headphones in your motherfucking head, if you got a laptop in front of you, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're on Amazon Music, you don't got it that bad. You don't got it that bad, bro. The niggas that's making a device that you you listening on, they got it that bad. You know? Makes me think as well about like uh what what gets people to the the ability to be able to brutalize at large scale. You always hear it's a very Christian concept. It's in the Bible. I don't know if this is in the Bible. I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I'm tired. But it's a quote. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I think what I was referring to in the Bible is like the for the love of money, you know, that one. But um, that kind of coincides. For the love of money is the root of all evil. And um, ab- absolute power corrupts absolutely. Because in the, the world that we live in, Power, money, somewhat hand in hand. You could say that. You could fucking say that. Um, (laughs) And I think about that. I'm like, is it power that corrupts, that makes people gain the ability to brutalize and to oppress and to murder at mass uh, for, for means of profit or 
to centralize power, to control, or just to satisfy maybe an urge that somebody might have to do those things. What allows somebody to get to that place? And I think there's so much passing the puck to like psychological predispositions or like psychological disorders, mental disorders, psychopathies, uh, uh, being a sociopath, um, being a narcissist. There's so much of that. But, you know, is that what's going on? Is that what it is? Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think what it is is maybe something that is inherent in everyone. And the platform that one may have when they have the power allows for that symptom that we all have, that seed inside all of us to be brutal, to kind of manifest or grow or flourish. And what I mean by that is like, I think we all have the potential to do ugly things because we all have the potential for bias. We all have the potential to kind of like uh, avert our eyes away from what we don't want to see and look at, you know, things the way that are favorable to us, you know? Think about that, man. I'm like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe every human being has the capacity to be brutal. The, the way I'm, the reason I'm saying this because like, it's like the process by which people, you know, go about horrible acts in humanity. Like, in right now, modern one is like there is child slavery going on to make iPhones. That's what's going on. Sweatshops are a real fucking thing. Uh, manufacturing obviously is not going on in America. That's been outsourced. And the people that it's outsourced to, it's like slave labor. It's not like slave labor. It is slave labor. If you think about, you know, profit margins to, to what the people are getting paid. And that is a confirmed thing. That's not a conspiracy theory. Anybody could fucking look that up. Very, very well documented. It's not slowed down. It's not, it's just not brought up. Like nobody cares because we're in America. Or they're in another country where they're kind of profiting off of this. They have technology and they have clothing and they have all the things that they need, right? But um, the steps that are required for people to get to that level, I think like the biggest thing that I see is a commonality in people who brutalize large groups of people. It's like they remove their humanity from them, you know? And that requires so much bias. You have to have serious blind spots as it pertains to like reflection, self-reflection, you know, to, because I always believe that people have more in common than they do differences. And that's not just me being kumbaya. I'm not a fucking perfect human being. I think just like the fucking most evil person in the world, I have the potential to being a sick motherfucker. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I think everybody does. That's not jaded. That's not fucking... Um, Neurotic. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just giving an opinion. You know, I don't think it's the power. I think human beings are inherently biased, and and more so than you know the collective understands. It's almost like a natural trait of humanity. Maybe it's like a survival mechanism. Some form of like tribalism, where you have to. Uh, make somebody your enemy 
because otherwise there would be too many of us. Like maybe it's something like biologically that's more intelligent. Some biological programming that is more intelligent than our consciousness, that is more understanding of the bigger picture of fucking humanity and sustaining the human race. You know, it's like how spiders. So this is how I do. I'll give like the, the, the back of, of it first is like evolution works in through generations. Adaptation happens and adaptation is basic, basically when a creature or organism develops traits that are advantageous for the survival of its species. Right. And um, if so, spiders which are an insect, they have a shorter lifespan. Therefore, there's so many more generations that they live through, that they go through, live and die through than um, human beings. And they've been around probably be fucking for us. But they, there's still spiders that once the woman gives birth, she dies and the baby's eat her. You know, and I think about that. Um, that has to be, it, it feels destructive, Right. But it is advantageous to the entire race. But it is a, it's a brutal reality that the babies come out and there's hundreds of them and they need to eat. So for hundreds of new spiders to come about, the mother has to be a, a sacrificial lamb. She got to get eight. You know what I mean? It's a brutal reality. But maybe that's what's happening with humanity. Maybe there is some type of programming built in us that is um, more privy to the big picture of sustaining humanity than our conscious minds ever could be. And that's what causes the friction between humanity and the friction between human beings. The concepts that we understand is war or hatred or division, because we could always blame the they. People do that shit all the time, but they're human beings just like you. They're human beings just like you. The worst thing we could do is... I mean, you don't want to blindly sympathize with people that are doing brutal things, but the worst thing you can do is to remove your, yourself from the human race because there's people who are in power doing horrific things. You, that should be something that you study and then take that lens and point it on yourself and analyze self and really try to get down to who the fuck am I? And if I had that power with all the things that have happened to you in your lifetime, all the wrongs. You know, would you not be brutal in ways? Maybe it's difficult for you to like kind of like dissect it because of your biased justifications of why you would do things. You know, if a man had a child and the child was sexually abused and the man came into power and vowed with all of his power, financial power or influence to hunt out pedophiles and try to remove pedophiles by murdering all of them. He'd still be a mass serial killer. You know? It's kind of like that. It's just he has a justification behind it that he finds suitable to carry out that action. But that's everybody. When people do horrific things that everybody doesn't agree with, the majority doesn't agree with one guy who's a dictator who's insane doing a horrific thing, they justified it in their brain. You know? That the, the, the end justified the means you know and i think that's a it's a it's an inherent human quality what the fuck am i talking about i really zoned the fuck out for being really tired today i got deep into the conversation 
gonna leave it at that. How long? I've been talking for twenty seven minutes, and I I got a little bit deep, get a little dark. Ladies and gentlemen, these are just my thoughts. Don't take it serious. Don't take it important. For anybody who's going to continue listening to the Nothing Important Podcast, I'm going to thank you sincerely. I have some instructions for you. I want you to go on to the YouTube page, Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes. Subscribe. Like the videos. Go over to my Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast on Instagram. Like the reels. Like the posts. Go to the highlights. You will find a tab where you can support. If you would like to support, give with love. Until next time.